This series of Discovering Dementia contains content funded by the British Podcast Awards Fund and the Wellcome Trust. Their support has been much appreciated and as a listener, I'm hoping you can also help them by taking part in a short survey to share your thoughts on this podcast and others. Just go online to podcastviews.com to answer a few short questions and you could win £50 worth of Amazon vouchers too. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the new series of Discovering Dementia. I'm Penny Bell and this podcast began after my mum was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease and vascular dementia, sometimes known as mixed dementia. I started to research what I could do to help her and thought it might be useful to share what I discovered with you and anyone else coping with a similar situation. One story seems to lead to the next. I'm not an expert, just a daughter trying to find ways to make life easier for her mum. It's been a while since I spoke to you last, so I thought it would be good to start with a catch-up and let you know how things are going with Mum and I. We see a lot of each other, and I love our chats. Liquid of some sort. Yes. (laughs) Your skin is wonderful. You've got a wonderful skin. Thank you, Mum. Well, that's come down from your granny, because she was a great one for skin. She had me skinned. She started my skinning when I was about nine and I had to do this every day. Just ten minutes. What, rub your face? No, put a cream on it. A little bit. Very, very thin. But just, she said, you've got to watch once you get to 11 or whatever. She said, you'll find that the crinkles start there. Maybe not at 11, but they do. She said, the minute you see a crinkle, get Pond's cream. (laughs) And she was very good at it. Did you teach me how to put cream on? Oh, put it on. Mum lives on her own, and I wish I could pop in every day to make sure she has everything she needs. But we live an hour and a half apart. I visit as much as I can, and we often start our days together with a coffee looking out at the garden. Oh, I forgot to Which is which? Um, which coffee is which? Hmm. Does it matter? Are they the same? They're the same. Okay. Aren't the daffodils beautiful? I, I can't remember a year with such a huge amount of dandelions. <laughs> daffodils. Hey, that would be nice for little girls. Twin, twin girls. Yes. Um, I've forgotten what it was now. Dandelion. Dandelion and... Oh, I can't remember. Never mind. Probably not very good. You wouldn't want to be called dandelion. Would... Her short-term memory has gradually got worse and sometimes she does forget words. She's managing so well, but it has become harder for her to keep on top of all the everyday stuff that needs to get done. I try to help with all the practical things. A bit of um, food shopping for you. 
because we need to get in a few bits and pieces and stock up your fridge. Do you want to come and show me what you might need? I'm very aware of not interfering too much, but it is a fine balance. I want to support her to do things for herself, to help her feel normal and maintain her independence. I don't want to take over, but we are having to adapt as her dementia progresses. But I can nip up and get some things for you now so we can stock you up. Well, um, I don't mind anything, darling. Okay, some meal, a couple uh, I, I'm of meals. I'm not fussy. Um, okay, well, I'll go, and, I'll go and get a shopping bag and go up to town and get a few bits you. quickly okay. for you. Okay. Very kind of you. I'll have a little piano. I, I do it every day. Go and play the piano. Yeah, every day. Okay, I'll go shopping. Every you can day. play the piano. I couldn't, I couldn't manage without it. Mum is a musician, a very accomplished pianist, and spends a lot of time playing, getting out all her music most days and choosing something new to sight-read. It's something she loves. She also still accompanies a local choir and sings every week, all with wonderful friends and volunteers who support her to do it. But she also needs carers now to help at home with meals and other things. Um, How do you manage to take your medication in the mornings? How does that work? Oh, um, now wait a minute. I didn't take it. Did I take it this morning? I think you did. Someone would give it to me. Who, who is it? That's... I don't know. I've forgotten. That's that's a problem. But I, where did I? When did I? T- I don't remember when I took it this morning. Who was it? Who would have been here? So um, one of the carers would have come in. in oh well, it would be a carer. Yeah. They all, they always do it, and I'm very grateful to them because I can't be bothered because I get not because I don't like them. I think they're very useful. I mean the 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 medication, not carers. <laughs> But, um, yes, the lady, she was ready waiting. And I, I think that is excellent. So you, you do have a little bit of help then to remind you? To I, I would prefer them to remind me because part of this stupid game is that your brain just cuts off every now and again. Just, and you, go, you come downstairs... You go and have a glass of water and then you think, oh, I'd better take the pills. And then you think, did I take the pills already? Where are they? You know, I need people to do it. <laughs> um, I think it's essential to have someone there. I mean, at the start, I didn't need to bother because I always took them. But now I know that I don't always know that I've forgotten With the arrival of coronavirus in the UK and a global pandemic in full swing, there are suddenly a lot of new challenges for someone living on their own with dementia. When Mum and I first spoke about it together, it was the early days, before lockdown, when there was one main message. But the thing to remember is to wash your hands really, really well. Yes, I understood that. I, I usually do, but I've slightly forgotten you have to wash them for about at least 20 seconds. And the best way to remember is yes. to sing happy birthday twice when you're washing oh, your hands. Oh, all right. I did hear that last week mm. and I didn't do it. Well, so you I'll just, do it today. You have to do it every time you go mm-hmm. out and every mm-hmm. time you come back. 
So at least five times a day, really oh, washing your hands as well. Yes, I did hear it, and then I just forgot. Do, would it help if I put a note by the no, sink? No, no, I'll be all right you? now. If I don't, well, you could, you could put wash your hands or something, but but I'm sure I'll remember now. If I wrote wash your hands and sing happy birthday twice. I, f I forgot the happy birthday bit. It just helps you remember. And then you've got to yes. wash all bits of your hands. So you've mm -hmm. got to wash the backs of you your hands. You take the rings off, but that's well, a bit dodgy if you you're in a... Make sure you take each finger and thumb and you just... I do. It's a worry, Good. but I know the carers will help to reinforce the hand washing. I feel like we're working as a team to help keep mum safe at home and I'm very grateful for their everyday support. For most of the week, Mum has been attending a day centre for people living with dementia and thoroughly enjoys it. The same people attend each day and Mum loves chatting to everyone. Well, the October Club's wonderful. I was, I was congratulated this morning, just jokingly, when the lady came and she said, she said, you're very good there because you talk to everybody, even if they're asleep. <laughs> I'm going, this is probably why they're asleep, I mean. <laughs> but I always try and say a word to everybody. But I don't go around, you know, saying, oh, number one. <laughs> um, they just, things come up. And, um, you know, you, you might get involved in a conversation or you might find you're talking to someone whose eyes are tightly shut and whose lips are saying, go away. <laughs> um, there's usually about 12 people there. And I do try and talk to everybody. According to Alzheimer's Research UK, one in three people born in the UK this year will develop dementia in their lifetime. I'm always watching for the latest developments on dementia. Mum and I have also put ourselves forward to take part in dementia research in the hope of helping others in the future. We know people are working hard to understand the disease better and perhaps one day to find a cure. I went to meet one researcher to learn more. I am Selena Milanovic, a PhD candidate at the University of Oxford. And so as a scientist, I am working on studying the onset of dementia. What's made you interested in dementia? Uh, well, it is a very relevant topic in uh, today's world, simply because uh, so many people are affected by it. And also it is a part of science that hasn't been around for as long as cancer and other very relevant um, diseases today. And so I really wanted to focus on something that hasn't been tackled as much, but that should need our attention drastically. As with most illnesses, the earlier you identify their presence, the better the chances are for treating them effectively. Dementia costs the health and social care sector in the UK more than cancer and heart disease combined and receives a disproportionately low amount of research investment. Selena is doing what she can to address this and was recently invited to the House of Commons as part of a science event to talk about her work. And I was very lucky to speak to many MPs about the, on one hand, the, this, this economic dissonance that we find between money invested in the health and social sector to treat um, dementia and the research money that we scientists actually have to study it. And obviously they are very interested in bridging this gap. And also then I also had the opportunity to introduce them to the difficulties we have in 
finding cures uh, for this um, brain degenerative disease and also what the current state of the art is of the research. Given the amount of research that still needs to be done, what does that mean for how people live with dementia currently? So a very important thing is that we don't only focus on um, on how we can cure dementia, but it is also important to focus on how we are treating it in the present moment. Having a social life and being in a social context is incredibly important because it really requires all kinds of problem-solving techniques that we're not even aware of. Let's just take an example. Let's say you've been invited to attend a dinner party at a friend's house. And even before you actually leave the house to go there, you're already thinking, what should I wear? What should I bring? Who is going to be there? And so you're really problem-solving even before you reach the place. And once you're there, you on the one end, try and find the people you know, or try to remember the faces and the names of the new people. And so really, this really just goes to show that even the most simple of social interactions is actually very complex. So just maintaining a life in a social sector is incredibly stimulating for the brain. And knowing how important socialising is for mum, we'll take a closer look at this in the next episode. What's your hope for dementia research? Well, clearly, uh, my hope is to find a cure, but to find a cure, we need to know how it starts. And we haven't been able to pinpoint that. We haven't been able to say whether it starts in the tissue or in the vasculature or in both at the same time, or maybe, you know, maybe something completely else that we have overlooked. So really, my hope is that we will have more funding in research to address these issues and to address them in a human-oriented, patient-specific way. Is there anything encouraging you can say that will give people hope about research? Well, yes. Well, uh, definitely the encouraging thing is that I see still many um, young researchers uh, like me that are very attracted to the field from all areas, be it a mathematical modeling approach, an approach from uh, in the biology sector, in the chemistry sector, uh, pharmaceutical, and also psychiatry, psychology, incredibly relevant sectors. And I really see still a very strong interest in this field. And so I, if if I think of the the enthusiasm and the desire really to find a solution to these diseases that I see across the people I meet at conferences and at meetings, I, I can only be very hopeful. You've been listening to Discovering Dementia. Thank you to the British Podcast Awards Fund and the Wellcome Trust for their support in the making of this series. Please do share your views on the podcast and complete the survey at podcastviews.com for your chance to win a £50 Amazon voucher. To get in touch, say hello on Instagram at Discovering Dementia or join the Facebook group. Look for at Dementia Podcast and check out Twitter at the same address. Discovering Dementia was produced and presented by Penny Bell with original music by Leila Mitwali.